Hi, I'm Maggie Hackett. And I'm Mary Frances Calandri. And you're listening to Between, Between the, the Bookends, Book which is a podcast series about two writers and their experiences, which are obviously me and Mary Fran. <laughs> um, this week's episode is called A Rainbow of Genres. And we thought that was kind of a good title because, like, genres can either be, like, really distinct and separate or they can, like, sometimes blend together. You can have multiple genres in one book. Mm-hmm. So writers like to try out different things. Absolutely. Um, okay, well, I guess I will start off with my favorite genres to read. Um, I should, I guess, first start off saying that I'm a big fan of fantasy novels. I love the idea of just, like, random weird stuff. I don't know, just out of the ordinary, like, um, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? Extraordinary? Extra normal? Extra... I don't know, not like, um... I guess it's, it is extraordinary, I guess. Yeah. But are you talking extraterrestrial? No, no. That's, that's not that not alien. Well, that's <laughs> cool, too, but... <laughs> like, uh, like out of out of normality, not normal. I, I don't know. Abnormal. Abnormal, yes. <laughs> um, well, I guess I should also mention that I do like paranormal novels, too. Um... <laughs> Uh, I also like horror. That's really fun. Um, I've only read a few so far, but I'm looking forward to reading some more. Um, I especially want to read, um, oh shoot, what's his name? You know who I'm talking about. The real famous horror guy. Stephen King? Yes. I want to read him. He's I've great. I've heard awesome things about him. I love horror novels, though. And um, I really like historical Me novels. Too. Those are a lot of fun. I know, like, uh, the Luck series was really good. Um, that was basically, like, took place, I think, in the 1800s. And, oh my gosh, the covers are just stunning. They, they have beautiful covers. Yeah, I love those. The girls with, like, the huge dress, and it just, like, flows onto the back. Oh, it's beautiful looking. And really, really interesting books. Um, really good stories, and I think um, pretty accurate for the time period. What do you love about... Um like each of your genres do you think what do you love about reading those i don't know i really like how it like transports you to another world kind of it's very like it brings you out of just the everyday mm -hmm. toll of life <laughs> like it takes you away from like homework stress um it's true it just takes you somewhere like interesting if your life is kind of boring at the moment well it takes you into somebody else's world that's really fun and interesting exciting. and exciting yeah and like an adventure it does and it teaches you well i mean sometimes it makes you look at things a little differently through a different lens yeah i definitely. mean that's what i've noticed too even like besides the fun it kind of gives you a little different outlook too yes definitely um i also really like sci-fi I love sci-fi films, I love sci-fi related books, because those are really out there and really fun and really creative. And almost kind of like, I don't know, they, they always kind of have, like, I, I don't want to say no, like an agenda, but like kind of like a, like if it's like a futuristic novel, sometimes they'll have like a theme on like, I don't know, like machinery taking over, like you see in the Terminator or whatever. <laughs> um, but really interesting concepts and ideas I think are really cool. Um, and also, I really do like romance. <laughs> I gotta say, I love Mary Fran's books, so go buy them. <laughs> Thank you, Maggie. Yeah, they're fun. Um, I like the idea of, um, 
I don't know, just like, it's it's pretty. It's just pretty. It's nice to hear, like, um, even tragic stories of mm -hmm. romance. It's just really amazing, like, what, you know, two people can go through together and build a relationship and eventually find love. And it's just, it's really, it can be really heartbreaking or it can be really, you know, fun and exciting and just fresh. It's true. Yeah. Um... So I guess uh, favorite genres to write for me would be um, fantasy, definitely. I'm, I would say I'm like probably primarily a fantasy writer, probably, I guess. <laughs> but I also do like um, historical elements, as I've said before. Um, one of my books takes place in ancient Egypt, which is really cool. And I, I'm like fascinated about by ancient Egypt. I actually want to be like an Egyptologist or an archaeologist. <laughs> But um, my mom's like, yeah, I don't know if, like, I feel like everything's been found already, but, you know, it'd still be cool to be, like, an archaeologist or something. Um, I also really like horror, as I've said earlier, and sci-fi. Um, I haven't written much in those departments, but I kind of include those elements in my book sometimes. And I think as a writer, you can do that. You can, like, fuse elements. Yeah, you can. For definitely sure. Definitely a lot. Definitely. Yeah, and I, I think a little, like, twinge of mystery is what I always say I kind of like in my books, because, you know, it keeps the reader um, on their toes, and suspense is always good to have, and it's mm -hmm. really fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, overall, I just really like writing about, like, weird and interesting worlds and concepts and just things that, um, you know, I guess the average person might not think about or just might not come up with like like I said some of the stuff I come up with uh, is from my dreams and obviously dreams are very bizarre so um, it's really fun to just put that on paper and try and get people to see what you see um, and then uh, I also wanted to kind of touch base on genres that I've tried um, Overall, I've kind of stuck with like fantasy. Um, I have tried like kind of a paranormal romance kind of thing for um, my first book. It was somewhat paranormal romance. It's got some horror in it. Um, it's got a little bit of everything in it, I would say, but um, I feel like paranormal romance is probably the dominant theme in the book. Um, but it was pretty interesting. It, it was a lot of fun to write my first one, I would say. Um, and then horror, I've tried that in a short story, like, kind of like full-on, like, ghost story that you hear around the campfire. Mm. So that was pretty fun, too. So, me, over to Mary Fran, um, <laughs> my favorite genres to read, um, obviously you've heard me talk a lot <clears throat> in the past few weeks about romance. Um, I like most um, subgenres of romance. I like contemporary romance set now. I love historical romances set in the past. Although I have to say I have like time periods I prefer. I prefer most of mine set in uh, the United States, honest, to be completely honest. That's, that's kind of mean, but Regency romance is so overdone. <laughs> Regency England, I'm sick of it. I'm sorry. That was so funny when I read your um, romance writer magazine and it was, it was all these like Regency romance ads. Yeah. That was funny. It's very interesting. I don't yeah. know why that's a particularly popular genre. I'm not sure. Because it was only a very brief period of time in England. But it's very popular. The problem is I feel like the uh, market's flooded. And I feel like there's very few actual really quality Regency writers. And you have to really look for that. Like the uniquity of it. 
Like, I think Sabrina Jeffries is a fabulous uh, Regency romance writer because she adds a lot of humor to hers, and I love that. It is. It makes it a lot more fun. You're like, okay, I like this. Like, that's unique. That's different within the Regency um, subtext. Um, As far as romance, I mean, I read some paranormal. I'm kind of picky. I like when people have, like, um, telepathic stuff going on. I love that. That's interesting, yeah. I've read several series that focus on that. Some vampire ones, I'm very picky. I like very traditional, if you're going to do a vampire romance, I like very traditional vampire romance, like kind of rooting back to Dracula. Yeah. I like those types of ones. Um, And I also really, really like romantic suspense. That's probably one of my favorite genres. I really enjoy adding the mystery element to a romance, and maybe that could be a reason a couple's getting together. Like, that's really cool, I think. Um, my second per- favorite genre, believe it or not, to read would probably be horror. <laughs> I, <laughs> the two extremes and the parallel. I love horror novels, though. I think I love the uh, reading, the reading about reading these authors who have these ability to scare the heck out of you. Uh, my favorite, probably my favorite horror author would probably be John Saul. I love his work. Uh, Suffer the Children and Punish the Sinners are probably two of the best books I've ever read in my life. They're, they scared the living crap out of me. To yeah. be honest, <laughs> you I read Punish the Sinners and because well, my friend lent me her book, and yeah, it was really, really freaky and messed up and had a turn like I didn't even see coming. Yeah, and that's the thing with John Saul. Like, I think he's very underrated because Stephen King is obviously the king of horror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's funny, um, but he's obviously like the primary horror writer, and he has been since this uh, since for forty years since the seventies. But I mean, I, and I love Stephen King's books. I think he's got some really good books. But I, for me, John Saul's a little more psychological, and I think I like that. Yeah, I like the psycho- very like suspenseful and in your head. And I like that. <laughs> I like when they do, they can do that. But yes. I I love like those, and I like some Dean Koontz novels. I think those are good. I haven't read James Patterson yet, but he's, he's more good. thriller, I suppose. But and I like thrillers, some of them. Um, but I, I know I need to start that. He's and, very talented at, like, writing in the perspective of, like, someone really messed up. It's and that takes, fascinating. It's that takes very talent. talented. That takes talent. Um, another genre I probably really like would be, I hate to use this term, but general fiction. Because I feel like it's too broad of a term. Because it encompasses so much. But I guess, like, in within general fiction, like, I guess that would be more like the stuff. I guess Gone Girl would have fit into that category, even though it's kind of a suspense novel. Yeah. But, like, anything like that. And I like, like, Rona Jaffe's books. I loved her books. And uh, Jackie Collins usually fell into fiction, although I found a lot of her books had heavy romantic elements. But, like, she... And Jackie Collins was actually my favorite... Is my favorite author, even though she's passed away. But... Like, I just love some of those elements that people can include, like, about the human condition, because that's all, what fiction really is all about is the human condition, and, or, in some cases, not human, condition, <laughs> and, um, but the human condition and, like, what that, what that leaves you with. Like, my, my next, actually, I'm venturing with my next novel to do it just a general fiction novel with strong romantic elements, and I think, um, but I think there's uh, stories to, there's stories to be told there. I think there's a lot to be told about the way the human mind works and why people do the things in life that they do in the journey of their lives. Yeah, it's very relevant. It is, and, and I and like Gone Girl. That book knocked me out of my. Mm, I yeah. mean, I guess that's. More I saw the movie, and that was amazing. But I, now I don't want to read the book. The book's <laughs> fabulous. I'll have to get it for you. It's really, really good. I mean, like that one. I actually was a book that kind of knocked me off my feet, and I it ha- I hadn't had a. I don't 
find books often like that anymore. Yeah. You don't find the books that knock you off your socks and just be like, oh my gosh, like that book got me. Like I, I totally didn't see that coming. But she's a, Jillian Flynn's really gifted in that respect. I guess those are the main genres I really read. I read some young adult. It depends. I mean, I, it depends on the subject matter. I like relevant subject matter with young adult. I feel like some of them are too oversexed. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be completely honest, I feel like there's some really good stuff with relevancy though coming out. I've seen a lot of good novels coming out. Going back to romance really quick, another genre I really like is when they do like reimagined fairy tales. Yeah, really like that element. Um, then again, I'm a really, I mean, I think a lot of where my love for stories started was with fairy tales. So um, I love when people can kind of bring that to now and adapt it. Mm-hmm. and make it kind of relevant today still, which it, I think they always will be because they were some of the first stories, but I won't say anything else about fairy tales at this point. <laughs> well, I didn't really know why she likes fairy tales, but... <laughs> I love fairy tales. I love them. They were love stories. I love fairy tales. Yes. Um, as fun. far as genres to write, um, I primarily write, at, at this point, romance and usually contemporary romance because I do like, for me it's a, a little easier to write romances set now because it's something I can relate to but um, I have I, I have, I am I am currently working on a general fiction novel and it's going really well I'm, I'm very surprised, I thought it was going to be a lot harder, but it's not it's not too bad as long as I stick with my plan, and then I'm also um, trying my hand at a young adult right now which is kind of scary I haven't written young adult in a long time but I feel like if I, fa- I found a relative subject uh, a relevant subject matter that I'm, I'm looking forward to exploring um I've tried I mean but those are the ones I mainly am writing right now and I'm going to try romantic suspense as well coming up soon and there is a historical romance in the works I'm trying like everything I love <laughs> I'm like oh, I'm going to try it once and see if it works if it doesn't work We'll see. Yeah, it's fun to experiment. Um, speaking of genres we've tried, I tried to write horror once. It went really bad. <laughs> it just, I, I can't seem to do it without adding a romantic subtext. And I'm like, that's not what the story's about. <laughs> it's like, like your mind is drifting. Oh, but what if, like, this happened? <laughs> yeah, that's literally what I did. And I'm like, okay, that, that totally didn't work. I tried paranormal. I, it didn't go. I had a really good idea, I thought, too, but mm. it didn't go. Yeah. yeah. It yeah, just didn't happen, so, I mean, and the, but I've also, and then, and then I tried Young Adult at one point, and I thought I wasn't going to be good at that, but now I'm going to go back to it and see if I can return to it and maybe try it now from a different, I'm reworking an entire story I wrote in high school, so I'm kind of going to see what happens with that. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, that's exciting. I think it's a really cool story now that I've kind of looked at it from different eyes. Mm-hmm. But... Other than that, I mean, I really don't have any genres that I haven't tried or I don't plan to try yet that I want to. I mean, I have the. I mean, I'm kind of sticking with romance as my main genre, but I'm gonna veer off a cup for a couple books with fiction, and then with the young adult. But I think I'm gonna stick with kind of what I love the best because I just like horror's not gonna ever be my thing, even though I love it. Yeah, but yeah, well, that's what you have to learn. That's true. I actually just thought of another genre that I want to read more of, I guess. Um, When I was, I don't remember when, but I went to this writing, like, conference. It was either in high school or, 
think it was when I was in high school or something. But um, anyway, when I, like they had workshops and you can talk to like different authors and stuff. And um, one of them was a like kind of like comedy like slash humor writer. Hmm. And um, we read like well he had like little like excerpts um, from one of his novels, and I read it and oh my gosh it was so funny like it was brilliant. Um, his name's Norm Cowie I believe, and um, he wrote a book called like Werewolf as in W O F F. So it was kind of funny. It was um, it, oh, it it was just really cool because it's kind of like follows like uh, a tick that latches onto a werewolf and then like becomes like a super tick um it was it was really funny <laughs> but um i would recommend him because he's a really quirky kind of um unique author even though i've only read like an ex excerpt of um one of his books but i, I actually do want to read um more of um his books from there humor yeah i think humor's and the problem with humor is humor's hard genre to write right it's hard to be like funny because everybody has different types of humor and what they like mm -hmm. so i just think it'd be very hard to deliberately write that mm -hmm. like i couldn't I, that's one thing okay that's one like i if it was genre i can't write that's probably one i can't write i, I like to add the funny little elements but even sometimes i'm like that kind of fell flat yeah it's it takes really a certain person to do that and he was like he was really charismatic and like funny in person too Definitely. um which was awesome and um he uh, has like a really, I guess you would say like tasteful sense of humor. It's not like really raunchy or like stupid humor. It's mm -hmm. it's really tasteful and I like it. Um, but yeah, I actually was kind of thinking, I don't know if I want to make it like a kind of like screenplay kind of thing, but I was kind of thinking about doing something with comedy in the future. Um, just to try it out, see how I like it, see how it goes. <laughs> I don't know if it'll be that funny, but... It's worth a shot. <laughs> it's worth a shot. I thought of another genre I liked reading too. Um, I do like reading some like nonfiction, like memoirs and oh yeah, bi and biographies. It depends. I mean, I, I usually like reading ones about people who are famous and kind of finding out their stories. Like uh, I'm really looking forward to Bruce Springsteen's uh, autobiography, which is supposedly coming out pretty soon. I, I can't remember the date. I just saw it, but I know he called it Born to Run, which I thought was haha -ha, clever. <laughs> but yeah, Bruce, you got to use your first song. But, um, like, I love, like, music memoirs. I love, like, reading about what these people, like, particularly people who write their own songs um, and, like, hearing what their story is. Like, I really want to read uh, Carly Simon's book, but I haven't I haven't gotten a chance to do that yet. I really want to get it, but I haven't had a chance. Yeah. But I love, like, those, like, entertainment memoirs, I should say. And, like, sometimes I really like even just um, nonfiction stories about, like, relevant topics. Like, the book I read about Laurel Canyon for my, um, for my research. Like, that was a really good, fun nonfiction there was actually a very interesting um, nonfiction book that I read that was actually written by um, a Saudi Arabian princess. The title of the book is called Princess, um, and kind of her experiences as a woman in Saudi Arabia. And it was really interesting. Um, and then there was another nonfiction book I was just thinking of. Um, Oh, um, Night by Ellie Wiesel, oh, yeah. obviously. We've all read that. Yeah. <laughs> About the Holocaust. Um, great book. Very great book. Uh, very uh, powerful um, with their experiences and that. And it was only 115 pages. Mm-hmm. Amazingly short for such a tragic time. Yeah, it really was.
I mean, I've, I've noticed a lot of those are short. Like, I don't know if you've ever read Four, for, Four Perfect Pebbles, but that's another um, Holocaust story, and mm -hmm. that one's very short as well. Right. The only really lengthy one would be Diary of Anne Frank that I can think of, and that one's, of course, a diary, and it took right. place over the course of when she was living in the annex. Um, but the, those are lengthier. Um, I, I thought another genre I like to read. I love uh, true crime. Love oh, it. Yeah. I love true crime. I, I, my sister's actually a criminal. Uh, she's not a criminal justice major, but she's going to go into law and within the criminal justice system. And um, we both really love like reading about like different criminal cases. Um, for me, I, I mean, it's sad. You say like you have cases you tend to read about more than others. Like cases that just interest you. Um, mine would be um, some of my the ones I had preferred reading about were uh, the Manson family. I think those are very fascinating. That's a very fascinating set of murders. Mm -hmm. And it's very, I think it was very impactful on society. I think it changed the way our society functioned. Definitely. Um, it's the w it's so different from the way we look at, um, the way we look at, um, the way we look at um, crime is so different. And the way we look at evil is so different because of, because of the way Manson, um, the way Manson were, uh, was. He, I mean, he was the face of evil. True. I mean, he was the, he was the cover of Rolling Stone magazine. He was so evil, and like you can still see that that face. Like it's a face you can still see today. He's just mm -hmm. like you hear his name, and he's the representation of pure evil. That's true. I also really enjoyed. Um, shouldn't say I enjoyed. That's really bad. I read a lot about uh, the Adam Walsh case, the abduction case, because I think um, what John Walsh did after his son's disappearance was absolutely remarkable. Mm -hmm. All the work he's done to make um, children safe across the United States. Uh, he's one of my heroes, for sure. Like, I, I wish I could, I like, my goal is to make a difference in the world, and I hope I can make a quarter of the difference that guy has made in the world for our kids. I mean my kids but I don't have any but but for <laughs> kids everywhere I mean yes. I think he's really made us all safe he's done things that we don't we never thought about growing up because mm -hmm. all that stuff was in place when we were small but that's I true. that's a case and then um other than that I really liked re like serial killer ones like um I've read a lot about Ted Bundy in particular just because I think that's one of the most interesting serial killers and I can't read about John Wayne Gacy. I can't do killer clowns. I hate <laughs> yeah, clowns. Mary Fran has a clown thing. <laughs> I don't like clowns. And it has nothing to do with the book or film It. Everybody is convinced that it has to do with that. I have never read the book. I didn't even know about the book or film until I was closer to high school. So it has nothing to do with that. I just don't like clowns. I just think they're weird. That's <laughs> perfectly okay. I just think they're weird. I, I, and it's nothing against people who play clowns. I just think the whole concept's a little creepy. But, yeah, true. but still, I mean, I think all those types of crimes have been really impacted our society in a lot of really interesting ways. And in my book, Dreams, I'm actually going to be using several different true crime cases and how they impacted the entertainment industry. Because Manson will have come before my, before my, um, my book is set, but it's um, the where the book takes place is mostly is where around where the Manson murders took place. Ooh, and yeah, then that's an, interesting. And then another crime that's going to come up is uh, the death of John Lennon. Which, of course, mm -hmm. is a huge... I mean, nobody thinks of that as true crime. That's more just a celebrity death. But, I mean, that was such an impactful thing for such a generation of people who had looked up to John Lennon. Mm -hmm. And then another one I'm going to do is the uh, Wonderland murders, which take place down the street from where my characters live in the book. It was a drug... Um, it was a very interesting murder case where these people were murdered in a drug house called... And it was on Wonderland Avenue in Laurel Canyon. 
and supposedly the murders were carried out by a an adult film star at the time, John Holmes, and Holmes was uh, tried and uh, he never was uh, convicted of the murders, but he he lived until he died pretty much with kind of everybody thinking he was guilty. Um, very interesting, like very sleazy, very um, seedy story, but you're just like that's got to be relevant because that would scare the heck out of those people. Mm-hmm. But I just want to, I, I think, incorporating some of the elements of other fiction, or other fiction, other stories that you're reading, or other even uh, f- um, real things you're reading about, is really cool to, especially when you're writing, like, historical stuff. Yeah, definitely. Adding the context. I mean, and, like, how it would have affected people back then is definitely very relevant. The other one I knew I had to include in this book, because um, the book takes place, it starts in the 70s, was The Death of Elvis. Because mm-hmm. that would have been hugely impactful to people ri- working in the rock and roll industry and people who were only in their late 20s. This would have had a huge impact because they would have grown up with Elvis and the whole idea of Elvis being the king of rock and roll. So I think things yeah, like... That's so much of a youth influence too. So Yeah, yeah. It, and so looking at that, I, I just, I can't wait to write that because that's actually coming up when I, in it's one of the scenes I'm going to be writing very soon. So I'm very looking forward to incorporating that and doing a little more research about it because I obviously don't recall that. I wasn't alive. So I think I'm going to have to do some interviews and kind of talk to some people about how they were impacted um, so that I can kind of gain a better understanding of what it would have been like. But I think using those types of influences within your own writing is so important. Definitely. It's always good to have like an outside person you can talk to who's actually like lived through that time. I think so. Yeah, I think definitely. it's very important to um, make sure you're incorporating as many different resources into your stories as humanly possible, if if the genre permits. Sci-fi is very independent. Mm-hmm. It's you creating this world, which I applaud sci-fi write- writers for doing that. Um, I don't have that talent at all to be able to create that much of a world. I, I'm not much of a sci-fi reader e- anyway. I mean, I've read a few. But um, I, I really applaud them because they do a ton of, um, they have really creative minds, these individuals. They, and the, what they're able to create is, is literally out of this world. It is. And it's amazing, too. Like, if you have, like, a sci-fi book and then you, like, turn it into, like, a movie, it can, like, be something, like, really beautiful and really just extraordinary. Like, it really can amazing. be. It really can be. I mean, yeah. think about some of those really old sci-fi novels, what they've mm-hmm. been turned into when they've been turned into film. It's yep. pretty crazy. But... Well, I guess we will wrap it up. Um, our Q&A is open, so go and give us a question, please. <laughs> ask. Uh, the website is betweenthebookends.tumblr.com. We're also going to be starting to post more stuff on our Tumblr page. Um, I'm considering mm-hmm. opening up a Facebook page, so yeah. maybe we can work on getting that open. Um, current reads? I think Maggie and I are still <laughs> in the same place we've been. Yeah. I'm currently reading, and I got the title wrong on the book. It is... <laughs> now I forgot the name of the book. Wild Hearts, Wilder Hearts, something like that. Okay, by Roseanne <laughs> Bittner. It's before Do Not Forsake Me. Um, but I'm reading that book right now, and it's pretty good. I've gotten about 100 pages in it, 600 pages. So, I mean, it's well, an extensive yeah. read. But it's really good. I love sweeping westerns. I think they're just, there's something to be said for that genre. That's definitely fun. Yeah, I'm still reading The Murder House by James, James Patterson. Patterson. Yep. Still a good book. I'm about eh, halfway through it, maybe. It's a pretty long book, so... It's reasonable. I'm in college. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah. I try to make a habit. I've been trying to make myself a habit of yeah. reading every night. I usually read, like, every 
the morning, actually, when I eat breakfast, really? I read. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like to multitask. <laughs> so it, well, it's whatever works for you. That's what it is. Um, so next week's episode is going to focus on outlining and plotting your story. Our title is going to be Outlining, Sketching Out a Book. Yes. I'm really looking forward to doing that because I'm really looking forward to telling you guys how I come up with my stories and I'm looking forward to hearing mm-hmm. more about how Maggie does hers. It's It'll be a really fun um, episode because that's a whole huge thing about constructing a story is having a plan for it, a blueprint essentially for yeah. what's going to happen. And some people do it so differently. I know mm-hmm. I do it very differently than most authors so mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to talking about that for sure. So thank so, you for listening yeah, thank tonight. You. We really appreciate all you listeners out there and Remember, ask us some questions. We'd love to hear from you. Please, ask us some questions. (laughs) So, but until next week, you'll You'll find find us between the bookends. bookends.